know, I know, but now I'm coming in hot. Now I'm coming in hot. That's fine. Keep the heat. Keep the heat. That's probably something. That's probably something I can do. That's probably something I can do. We're getting hot. We're getting hot. We're getting hot. We're still hot, baby. Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast, episode two hundred and four. He said five. Two oh five. Two oh five live, baby. Two oh five. Hey, R.I.P. Two oh five live. Remember uh, <laughs> Neville. And uh, yeah. um, uh, who was the guy? He was his gimmick was like uh, he was like a an old a, Brit- a British guy. That was kind of his gimmick. His gimmick was uh, brawling brutes, but pre brawling brutes. But he was a nice guy about it. Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher. Thank you. Two hundred five live, baby. Rest of the podcast. Uh, you heard his voice over there. His name is Mike Shoot Shepherd. Hey hey. My name's Cameron Osborne, and uh, we're here for another week. We're here for another week. Saudi is um, behind us. It's out of the way. We've made it through. Uh, have you gotten any further updates, Mike, on uh, um, the Jake Paul diagnosis? I, I Admittedly, I did not look into it. Logan Paul? Yeah, yeah. sorry, Logan Paul. Uh, yeah, I think they said it's an MCL meniscus thing. ACL's okay, which is apparently the worst one, so... That's better, but he's still going to be out for months. Uh, probably missed the Rumble, but should be good for WrestleMania, I would think. Damn, yeah, that's he's, too bad. I think he was—he was—he probably would have been a lock for uh, um, the Rumble. For the Rumble, yeah, you know, at least getting <laughs> a couple, uh, you know, a little, a little bit of work in there, right? Yeah, he's been throwing out some. Uh, he's been calling out he wants to fight John Cena. At WrestleMania, which that could be a lot of fun. That'd be a big match. That'd be a big entertaining match, I think. Exactly, exactly. You I know, mean, and knowing... Going knowing, from Roman to Cena is a pretty natural... I mean, two of the top guys. So. I mean, that, 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 like, that's a pretty damn good resume. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, early on, I mean, between guys, you know, he's taken on The Miz. He's taken on Mysterios. Um... That's pretty, you know, and now fucking Roman, whatever his name is, yeah. Cena. I mean, that's a pretty damn good, uh, that's a pretty damn good, um, resume. Yeah. No, he's quickly, uh, building himself up and we're here for it. Yeah. We're here for it. Something. Um, but you know, that's not what's really important right now because I think full gear is what we have on the immediate horizon. That's right. The gears are spinning. The clockwork is working. Where, uh, where, where are we live for uh, for this week? New Jersey or something, right? Uh, sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Probably, yeah. probably somewhere they've already been five. Times, I'll be good. It'll be good, Let's. and we will certainly get to that at the end of the show, but we have a lot of wrestling action to get into. Um, but uh, hey, let's uh, begin by crowning a brand new Tweed League champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. And the Tweet of the Week champion to um, now first time Tweet of the Week. Hey, first time Tweet of the Week champion. Love to see it. Uh, going out here to Matt Cardona. Hey. Um, earlier on in the week, uh, Mike, I'm not, I'm not sure if you saw this floating around the ether there, but there was a, uh, a spreadsheet a pretty, uh, you know, a legitimate-looking spreadsheet uh, of the entire Royal Rumble order eliminations. It was a leak. 
for this upcoming one? For this upcoming Rumble, I don't know if you saw it. It started off with uh, guys like um, Seth Rollins coming out first and going the distance and (laughs) being eliminated by Cody Rhodes at number 25. It has Brock Lesnar coming out. At one point, uh, Austin Theory, uh, Santos Escobar, a lot of names that we know. Um, but one surprising thing, uh, coming in at number 10, Matt Cardona. Yeah, I could see that. There's been a lot of rumors. Matt Cardona of- coming in, only lasting like 20 minutes to getting eliminated by Braun Strowman. But this week's Tweet League champion goes up to Matt Cardona, who uh, saw this photo or who saw this leak spreadsheet and uh, let his, all his followers know, don't these dumb marks know that I should be entrant 13 because I'm number 13 on the PWI 500? <laughs> I'm ranked higher than everybody on this list, besides my boy Cody Rhodes. Uh, That's fair. Matt Cardona uh, sneak, coming in at number 13 on that PWI list. You know, whether or not people, you know, if, if you're one to think that that is a, an achievement, it's certainly an achievement getting there. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a huge number. 13 for a guy that's only been on the indies, but has arguably been the hottest act on the indies for the last year. Completely re uh, reinventing himself. Zack Ryder's dead and gone. Matt Cardona's here. You know, yeah, he won the NWA championship. He held on to the GCW championship uh, throughout his time down there, like actually doing some pretty damn cool stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like uh, he commented, I saw, I didn't see the Rumble thing, but rumors of him and Chelsea Green both coming back. And he basically said, yeah, if I come back, I'm going to be Matt Cardona. Zack Ryder's dead. So, and uh, yeah, he's all for it. It's like what Drew McIntyre did. He left for a couple years, came back bigger than better. Better than ever. And I'm not saying Mark Cardona is going to be a world champion, but yeah. <laughs> has there, and I'm just trying to think out of these, all these recent returns, everyone has returned with their previous, like their pre release name. Like Candice LeRae, Gargano, so. Braun Strowman. Uh, yeah, off the top of my head. I think so. Yeah, it's no the only one, one. Like EO got a name change, but she never got released. Yeah, she never got released. Yeah, that was more just kind of like the call-up name change. Uh, maybe, yeah, you know, and so. Car- Cardona could kind of start that uh, that thing for everybody else. You know, if, if, you are, if you do make your way back to WWE and you're happier with your name uh, outside of it, fucking uh, I hope a lot of people, you know, keep it. Yeah, if it works, go with it. Yeah. Might as well. So congratulations, Mark Cardona, Tweet the Champion. Uh, maybe we will see you uh, at the Rumble. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's too early for that list to be. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of good guesses on there, but I don't it's, think it's. Yeah, there's put- n- nothing crazy, <laughs> uh, really. Yeah, Matt Cardona, and there's one other f- free agent or something, uh, but like a returning kind of guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh cool. Yeah, congratulations. Um and let's get into the uh let's get into the weekly wrestling action. How about we kick off uh our show this week with a little uh bit of SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh used to be on Tuesday, but then uh I think it was on Friday before though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. The blue brand starting off with the big match of the week. Huge match. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's literally for the world record longest reigning WWE tag champion of any kind of all time. It's on the line here. 
Usos defending their undisputed tag titles against the New Day, the current record holder, uh, as of this match. Because I think, yeah, they're like two days behind them. So they have to beat them if they want to pass them, the Usos. Oh, is that what it was? It was, it was they were really coming down to the wire, huh? I wonder, I'm crazy how yeah. that just kind of worked, you know? Fun, yeah, fun booking. Uh, of course, these two, two of the best teams in the history of the WWE, certainly of this generation. And yeah, you get what you'd expect. Just an awesome, hard-fought match. The crowd's hot. Uh, at one point, the crowd starts chanting, we want Sammy. So Jey Uso is just like covering his ears. He's covering his like, ears not even like, a, like a mental patient <laughs> getting triggered. <laughs> yeah. And then Jimmy's like, he's not even here, so shut up. And uh, yeah, apparently Sammy's dealing. He had some personal issues, I think possibly a death in the family. So ah, too bad. Yep. But, uh, you know, it just makes when he comes back in a week or two, the pop's going to be even bigger. Or he'll be back for war games. So I mean, he's at least we we got to assume he's at least coming back for war games. Or yeah, you know, yeah. he's he's a big part of that that fifth member of the team. Yeah, he's got to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go on with the match. Xavier Woods hits a nice top rope leg drop, big height on that one. Uh, the Usos come in. They hit a double super kick, and then the double Uso splash. But uh, Kofi manages to kick out. So crowd pops big. And then a bit later, the New Day hit the midnight hour to Jay on the floor. And then back in the ring, they hit it on Jimmy. Their finishing move. But Jay breaks up the pin last second. Uh, So the crowd's going nuts. Kofi climbs to the top rope. Goes for a frog splash, but gets caught midair. Right into the 1D. Great counter. And uh, that does the job. Usos make the cover. Get the pin. And with that, retain their titles. And now that a couple days have passed, they are officially the longest reigning tag team in WWE history. Wow. And a match like this is exactly why uh, it it was completely deserved. This was fucking fantastic. And we've seen these, like you said, we've seen these guys go at it for a long time. Whether it, you know, in all sorts of match types, we've seen Hell in a Cells, we've seen, we've seen announced tables broken between, um, (laughs) these four men, or five, if you count Big E, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, very well deserved, uh, they're at like 490 days or something, so clearly they'll pass 500, probably 600, maybe 700, who knows how far they're gonna go. Wow. At this point. With no, honestly, with no fucking challengers, either. No, at this point, I'd say it goes to WrestleMania, and if uh, Sami Zayn gets kicked out of the group, him and Kevin Owens would probably be the perfect team to perfect guys to take, take it o- to take it off of them. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but awesome match, awesome stuff there to open the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got an announcement: the return of the World Cup. You may remember last one by Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not deservedly so. Uh, randomly on a fucking uh, whim or something, he sort of ends up winning. Yeah. Uh, but I think this is probably to coincide with the uh, the World Cup of Soccer is happening. Yeah, I think that would uh, they're kind of cashing in on that. But uh, looks to be a pretty fun bracket. It's exclusive to SmackDown, so eight guys winner gets the cup and also earns an Intercontinental Title shot. So some fun little prizes there and. Uh, yeah, we kick the tournament off right now with Santos Escobar taking on Shinsuke Nakamura, who I'm sure I've never crossed paths before. So, fun new matchup here. And uh, But you had the rest of Legato on the outside causing some trouble. 
And then uh, the finishing move was awesome. Fucking Escobar hits the phantom driver off the second rope. Crazy move there. That gives Escobar the big win. He goes to the semifinals. Big win here on the main roster. Coming off Shinsuke Nakamura, who we don't see too much. Nah, still waiting for Rick Boogs. Poor guy. Yeah. Come back. Oh, it's the, the YouTube channel's only gotten be- only gotten better. And uh... yeah, because who knows if the Usos' reign would have even gotten this? Because we all thought Boogs and Nakamura were probably gonna win, and the injury happened. And yeah, who knows? Who, who knows? Maybe they called it in the middle. Yeah, we'll never know. Hmm. Maybe we will someday. Maybe we will. <laughs> But on to the next match. We got a six-pack challenge here. Winner gets the title shot against Ronda at Survivor Series. So you got Raquel Rodriguez, Shotzi, Liv Morgan, Sonya Deville, Zia Lee, and Lacey Evans, who is yeah, seen. Yeah. Um, they were the, so Lacey Evans is in this match, right? There was, yeah. uh, you know, th- we know like you know, like they have the not like the graphic that comes up. You know, it has yeah. all the competitors in their faces. Yeah, which version of Lacey did they use? Exactly, yeah. Well, that's honestly it. It seems like they fucking flip a coin or something. <laughs> but this was... So out of everybody here, um, Lacey Evans and Shotzi were the ones with big smile, look at my teeth kind of smile. Oh, Lacey was smiling, huh? Yeah, where uh, Raquel, Zylee, and uh, Liv Morgan were more kind of like the, you know, closed mouth smile. Maybe, you know, I'm a little intimidating. Where Sonya Deville yeah. got to, you know, was full just like, I'm a badass. Yeah. Um, but yeah. judging by the photo, it seems as though Lacey Evans is a babyface. Maybe on the photo, but she didn't really do much in the match, too. I mean, I we don't, don't really know. know. I don't know who's doing what over there. <laughs> yeah. I Just bring back the sassy Southern Belle. That was the best version. <laughs> walk da- walk down to the ring. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> well, more than that. Well, uh, anyways, early on, Lacey hits the woman's right on Shotzi, but the pin gets broken up, and then outside the ring, Liv gets slammed face first into the steel steps. Uh, Zaya Lee was looking pretty good. Always like to see more of her. Uh, but then Raquel grabs a hold of Zaya, hits the big Chingola bomb, slams her down hard, makes the cover, but Sonya yanks her out of the ring. Uh, so Raquel pulls out a table, sets it up, uh picks up Sonya, and then Liv Morgan comes flying off the barricade, slams into them, and they fall back, and I think they put the table too far. Something went wrong. They just kind of hit the edge of the table. Didn't really, yeah, come close to breaking through it. But, I mean, uh, and th- but then these tables, it, it's, a, it's a wild card in the first place. Yeah, I mean, the crowd started chanting. They stayed at the table, table. <laughs> they that, tried their they hardest. they were proud of it for being tough. <laughs> Tr- tried their hardest to make a break. Uh, yeah. But anyways, that left uh, Shotzi and Lacey all alone in the ring. And then Shotzi hits this wicked, it was like a figure four DDT called the Never Wake Up. And that gives Shotzi the biggest win of her singles career. Fuck yeah. You think, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, nothing really bigger than this comes to mind. Yeah, singles wise. I know she won the tag titles, but this was, uh, I love it. I love Shotzi, always rooting for her and getting a huge match. Title shot one-on-one with Ronda. I know she's not going to win, but still, that's I love it. Love it's all game. about just getting the shots in there, you know, trying your hardest, making it happen. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm happy for her. <clears throat> uh, backstage, LA Knight was being interviewed when Bray Wyatt interrupts and uh, says, I see the rage in you, Knight, and how far are you willing to go? And Knight just says, go 
play with your little puppets. So Bray headbutts him down, and this could be uh, the first match, I guess. This is the first time he's really interacted with anyone <laughs> for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that's my that's my kind of guess. I do really like this uh, this this Bray Wyatt version of like he's not the Funhouse was awesome. We're not in the yeah, Funhouse anymore, you know. It's like he's actually kind of he is actually backstage interacting with people, interacting with the camera, interacting with us. You know, it's uh, <laughs> so far so good on this Bray Wyatt stuff. But you know, like I've said, I've said it once. I'll say it a million times, right? And it needs to be good in the ring. Yeah. Like, well, I hesitate to we'll... say my favorite Bray Wyatt match was the one with John <laughs> Cena. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was oh, the say, John Cena one. I was going to say the fucking one with John Cena. Like, I hesitate to say. Yeah. The, the, no, I, I remember the, the Elimination Chamber match that he won the championship in. Like, I think that was good because the whole. That like, was good, yeah. It's a chamber. You know, like, you're going to have fun. John Cena was there. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, I think, too. Like, it that, that card was yeah. fucking stacked. Um, yeah. You know, but, like, what's my favorite Bray Wyatt singles match in the ring? God, I don't... Yeah, probably is that Cena one. From... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure, I don't know. I feel like if these two do fight, it's probably not going to be a super, probably be under 10-minute match, so we won't see too much. But who knows? The crowd will be happy just to see Bray beat him. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got another match in this World Cup. First round action, Braun Strowman versus Jinder Mahal. Uh, who gets a little bit of offense in before the bell, but then Braun just beats the shit out of him, kicks his ass, hits a big power bomb to get the win. Didn't even need the power slam, but power bomb looks better, anyways. Yep, takes him out. Uh, Braun Strowman is probably a um, you know a front runner to win it all. Yeah, at least make the finals. Um, but yeah, him versus Gunther. I mean, Gunther has to win, but I don't know if they want Braun losing to Gunther. I don't know. Well, I don't know also, what they'll do. Maybe they'll... What, well, yeah, what's at stake with the World Cup? Do you get an Intercontinental Championship opportunity, yeah. right? So, obviously, you can't go to the... Gunther. No, I mean, if he wins and he faces Gunther. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Either way, uh, I don't want him to win, but yeah. beating Jinder is good. Because mm-hmm. Jinder definitely <laughs> don't want him to win. Uh, then we were supposed to get Selena Vega taking on B-Fab in her first match on the roster here, but we don't actually get it because uh, the Viking Raiders show up. They fight with Hit Row. Meanwhile, Sarah Logan making her return with uh, this weird face paint. Her whole top of her face was painted black. Yeah, it kind of went like went like Viking and then the next step. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe not like a glam Viking like Vince probably has in mind, but more <laughs> of like a maybe like a actual Viking kind of thing. Yeah, so it's, it's a strange look, but that's what she's going for. So, yeah, see how it takes. And well, you know, you know, I love Sarah Logan, so uh, this works out. <laughs> this works out to have you know she she's come back at Rumbles. She's had little appearances. Uh, it's so great I to think, actually see her. I think she might have had a new name as well, but I'm not sure. Like Valhalla or something, but maybe maybe that was just something oh, I said. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh but then the final segment of the night, you had the bloodline coming out to a big ovation. The crowd's chanting Usi, Paul Heyman's putting everyone over for retaining their titles, and uh Roman goes to speak, but then the brawling brutes interrupt, saying they're sick of the bloodline, using the number games every week, so we brought some backup. We get the return of Sheamus. 
And uh, he tries to speak, but his microphone keeps cutting out. So Reigns improvises, says, you can't even get a mic to work. What are you going to do, pal? <laughs> and right then, Seamus should have turned around and just started fucking walking back. <laughs> <laughs> but get it together, guys. Guys in the truck, whoever fucked up this. Uh, anyways, uh, so they storm the ring. A big brawl erupts, and then Drew McIntyre comes out to help the Brutes. And we just kind of go off air in the middle of chaos as everyone's fighting. Yeah, must have run out of time, but you know, enough time to enough time for us to get the big pop for Sheamus. Yeah, yeah, we all. Uh, so this uh, looks to be your War Games matchup: the Bloodline versus these four, and one more guy, maybe Kevin Owens. Yeah, we. Uh, that's the thing. We need one more, or Sammy doesn't do it. Uh, We've already said it's five on five. Oh, so. say, sorry, we did already say it's five on five. My mistake. Then, yeah, who's that That's fifth okay. guy going to be? It's re- it's a real bummer that Drew doesn't have any buddies. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping Kevin Owens, because that would just make, you know, the whole Sammy connection, and he's feuded with Roman, and, I mean, he's great. He'll jump off the cage. He'll do some crazy shit, so that's my pick. Yeah, Drew doesn't have a buddy, now that I'm kind of thinking about it. Um, yeah, not since the, that shitty group he was in with Corbin and... Well, yeah, now uh, and Lashley. Lashley, yeah, that, that whole. Game. Well, yeah, he does. He hasn't had a. He doesn't have a buddy since turning face, pretty much. Which yeah, which yeah. was three and a half years ago. <laughs> he couldn't make He's a, a single friend warrior. in three and a half years. Well, it's lonely when you're on the top. Yeah, I will say, you know, that is kind of one thing that I think AEW does well is gives wrestlers friends <laughs> that they, they have that, friends that they but can just have. But they still don't show up a lot of the time, like when a guy's getting beaten down. <laughs> yeah, they still don't show up, but at least they have a friend. Yeah, but that happens in all of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but that was SmackDown. Yeah, great episode of SmackDown, really building towards uh, that edition of Survivor Series, which is probably um, a few weeks away, but I bet it's coming up close. Yeah, it's next weekend. The 26th. So we got back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Back-to-back weeks, pay-per-views. Yeah, 26. Yeah, beautiful time of the year. Really cannot wait. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be that. That'll be the men's war games match. Of course, you know. Let's move ourselves over to uh, some more action over on AW Rampage. 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 Kicking off uh, with one of these uh, world tighter. T- World title eliminator matches. Uh, Brian Cage taking on Dante Martin. And oh boy, if there is a size difference. <laughs> yeah, the big man versus the quick little man. Classic story. Uh, yeah, Dante goes for a suicide dive, but Cage just catches him perfectly in a vertical suplex. Uh, nice spot there. Slams him on the floor. Uh, yeah, so they just kind of go back and forth a little while, and then Cage pulls out the uh, Weapon X. Another great finishing move of his. Not not quite as cool as the Drill Claw, but good move. Either way, that gives Cage the win. He goes to the semifinals. Brian Cage getting a win after, I think, many fans, uh, you know, after many fans complained that, you know, not only did we not see him at all, but whenever we saw him, we lost, and he has now put together a nice little string of... Uh, wins here um you know our string of appearances here he's been doing his dark and his dark elevation type of thing man's out there yeah no he's a good worker especially for his size he can do some pretty impressive stuff and yeah 
We'll see how far he goes in this tournament. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Uh, we got a little vignette for the House of Black showing, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, I think, Julia Hart buried them, and now they're kind of all resurrecting, rising from their graves. So hopefully uh, they'll return. Yeah, we've had these promos up. kind of thing, these little vignettes uh, all with the four of them, uh, you know, and kind yeah. of it's all black and shady and the darkness comes. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it never lifts. <laughs> I don't know. I don't That's know. right. You, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know. So what hopefully. Yeah, maybe even full gear they could pop up at the end. I mean, they something. are a trio's yeah. team. That's what I mean, and uh, we'll get to that on Dynamite. But yeah, could be some fun for them to show up. Uh, but let's do another match in this world title tournament. You got Roosh taking on Bandito. Uh, and before the match can even start, Roosh fighting dirty, grabs the camera cable, starts whipping Bandito, choking him out. Uh, so he starts the match with the advantage there, but Bandito recovers and he's just doing his high flying moves all over the place. But, uh, yeah, some strength as well. He picks up the bigger Roosh above his head for a big press slam. And, uh, later on a chair gets slid into the ring by Roosh's manager and he picks it up. But, uh, yeah, well, he's, Aubrey's distracted dealing with him. The manager goes and grabs Bandito trying to rip his mask off. And that's when. John Silva runs out, and he stops him, and uh, all this commotion distracts Roosh, and Bandito rolls him up from behind, gets the three. Big win for Bandito. I like I like, the semis. I like this guy. Yeah, just recently signed after that awesome match he had with Jericho a month or so ago. Yeah, th- this, uh, yeah this, this, is, good... uh, this is uh, this is working out pretty well, I think, for Bandito. You know, he's here. He's getting a lot of time. I love his uh, little finger guns action. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a bandit. That's what they do. Yeah. They, uh, he's got the little bandana mask over his face thing. And, and the, yeah, and the long cool. hair that goes past it. Like, for some reason in my mind, I don't pick, I don't have luchadors with long hair. Like, those two things don't go together. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks cool when they do it. But this guy does, and that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, then we had Nyla Rose take on Kayla Sparks. Uh, Nyla pulls off a pump kick. Jade Cargill's move, but pretty impressive for someone of her size. And she continues to mock Cargill, takes it further by hitting uh, her finishing move that Jaded, but looked a little rough, like she didn't release Kayla's arms properly, so she kind of landed hard, but uh, that gives Nyla the win. And, yeah, the baddies come out, try to attack her, but she runs off, so she's still got the belt. And it's not hers. Yeah, this will probably this will be culminating on Saturday. Uh, yeah, who knows if yeah. it means anything, you know? Not much. I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it at the end. Mm-hmm. But let's go to the main event. Uh, one of the hardest working guys in AEW lately. Orange Cassidy defending that All-Atlantic title against Lee Johnson. And, uh, of course, everyone's just rooting for Cassidy. He's putting on a show. Uh, you had Nick Camarado on the outside trying to interfere. And then QT Marshall. Uh, yeah, QT grabs Danhausen and hits a big pile driver onto the steel steps. So eventually Cassidy's had enough. He hits a big tope, just taking out everyone on the floor. Then the best friends give him a hand as well, which allows Orange to just go on a roll back in the ring. And he hits the beach break, gets the win, retains his title. And yeah, like I said, that's like 
10 title defenses since he's won it. This guy's busting his ass. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I mean, um, certainly <laughs> defended the title more than I bet uh, Pac probably did. Um, at least on AEW, that's for sure. At least here on AEW. Yeah, we've uh, this is one, two, three, fourth. This was his fourth card, uh, title defense. Okay, and he only won it like five a, weeks ago. A month so. ago, yeah. So he is uh, he is getting them out there, I think, you know, certainly putting a guy like freshly squeezed on the end of your program uh defending a championship like that's that that's that's a good that's a good weekly book you can do you know yeah he's the hardest working champion right now uh and he's elevated like right now this belt feels as big as the tnt title because whereas you know back when pack had it we really didn't see it much so i like it love what he's been doing love that we were there to see the crowning moment Oh yeah, that started it all. Of course, that's that started <laughs> it all, baby. Yeah, that was no, that was just incredible to be a part of. Um, but that was uh, that was an episode of Rampage. Quick, the, quick one this week. Uh, but our Rampage coming up is a live Rampage. It's not a pre-taped. So you know, those are always a little bit different. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming it'll probably be in Jersey as well. That's correct. The yeah, just because it's the same venue. Yeah, and they've actually got a couple big matches. The, they got to finish that tournament up uh, to get to the finals, so mm-hmm. that'll be cool. Yeah, some stuff and some things are in the air. Uh, well, that was all the wrestling action on uh, Friday, so let's move ourselves through the weekend and over to our flagship show. Of course, we're talking Monday Night Raw. Let's get Raw! Let's get Raw! have you know our, our survivor series feels a little set so it almost just kind of feels like a uh, part of our weekly wrestling action uh, yeah i wonder if uh like now that war games is happening are they are they not gonna do the regular survivor series match like the i mean i sure style? as hell hope not like that it's bad there's nothing at stake <laughs> they don't need it i mean it'd be kind of cool if they allowed added the elimination rules to the war games match itself that would add something kind of extra and i mean i think but. i think the raw versus smackdown element of it is just like not intriguing yeah, that part no one gives a like shit we're about. wasting a big pay-per-view like one of the quote flagship shows to have dudes who don't fight each other fight each other the year with nxt that was dope because it was kind of like who's the best uh, yeah. But, like, to make a match out of, like, you know, fucking Seth and Gunther, which would be a barn burner, but, like, what do they have to hate again about each other? I don't know. <coughs> yeah. And I, no, feel like sure, th- uh... I feel like this happened in Survivor Series of Past where um, you get into a little bit where it's kind of like heel versus heel or babyface versus babyface. So, then, like, there's, like, yeah, that de facto, definitely. like, somebody needs to become the baby face in the match and then you're like well what the fuck was the point of that and yeah no they haven't mentioned anything to do like ronda's not facing bianca so it looks like none of that stuff is happening maybe they will add one five on five match i mean that's the thing too right you end up having to bury one of your champions yeah exactly so I'm excited just to see War Games. That's all you need. That sells the show right there. That sells so. the show right there. Exactly. You don't need a cooler part about it. So, uh, But, yeah, so we are here <laughs> on Monday Night Raw opening up with uh, Seth Rollins coming down the ring, giving us a promo. Um, yeah, yeah you know. the crowd just loving him, singing his song, and he's, he's yeah, he's uh, 
Yeah, he's he's playing into it. Like he's kind of tweening right now. He's not fully healed, not fully baby. He's kind of tweening, but either way, I think <laughs> he is the top guy on Raw. Yeah, whoever, looks whatever, like it right whatever now. he is, he's the top guy. Yeah, so he just cuts a promo about still being U.S. champ and uh, all the contenders coming out the woodwork and theory trying to cash in on him last week. And the crowd chants that was stupid. And, uh. Bobby Lashley interrupts and says, I'm going to continue beating you down until I get that U.S. title back. But then Mustafa Ali comes out. Uh, but Lashley just kind of beats him up. And, yeah, we lead to a match. Lashley versus Ali. Pretty one-sided, though. Ali gets a couple moves, but Lashley just beats the hell out of him, applies to Hurt Lock, gets the submission win. Yeah, easy enough. Um, you know, Bobby Lashley has still been a top guy over here on Raw. Does, does Is Lashley coming back for that title, or does he want Brock's hands again? <laughs> well, I mean, Brock, uh, we probably won't see Brock for a few months. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess he wants to win the U.S. title, but uh, I don't know. I don't know where he goes from there. Yeah, good point. Uh, but anyways, on to our next match. We had Mia Yim taking on Tamina who uh, I feel like we haven't seen her in a long time. No. Not that I really missed her much, but, you know, some fodder for Mia. She wanted to win her first match, and uh, thankfully they do that. She hits the eat defeat to get the win, and, yeah, nice for her. Yeah, not bad. I mean, uh, nice to get a win on, like, your first match on the roster, right? I think this must have been her first uh yeah, besides yeah. that whole Reckoning shit. Yeah, but we can hardly count that, right? What was her name yeah, in Reckoning? Care. Oh, yeah, that was... No, sorry, was no, Reckoning. Retribution. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Reckoning was the name. Okay, God, that was... Uh, yeah. That would have been... That's 2020. That's Covitude. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, yeah, just try not to think about it. Yeah, like, we have not seen <laughs> Mia Yim since the Covitude era. I mean, I there was a lot of good stuff in the Covitude era. You cannot get it wrong. Oh, yeah. No, no, Retribution just wasn't one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go backstage where Damage Control approach Mia Yim and say, hey, it's great to see you here, you know? How could someone like you have been forgotten for so long? And we've got a lot in common. We know what it's like to be cast aside, and we think you should join uh, Damage Control at War Games. And Mia appreciates the offer, but she's got no beef with Bianca or Asuka or Alexa, so uh, no. She's got beef with Rhea. Give me that. Yeah, at least right now. At least right now. Uh, then we get our next match. Matt Riddle taking on Chad Gable. Just a real nice contest here. Two skilled real-life fighters. And, uh, but then Riddle gets distracted by Otis, which allows Gable to hit his a huge German suplex off the top rope, just flipping Riddle all the way around. And Yeah, just good back-and-forth action. Once again, Otis jumps on the apron. Another distraction. Gable catches Riddle with a backslide, holds him down for the three. A big upset there. Very win surprising win. Yeah. Not not only, you so. know, big main roster win for Chad Gable, but then also a a loss for Matt Riddle, who yeah, I don't the guy who does not lose very often. Maybe he, you know, no, maybe, I mean, maybe he loses in those house shows or whatever, but uh he lost to Seth at Clash in the Castle. Maybe that was his last loss. Uh, yeah, because he won the main event at Extreme Rules, and then I don't think he was on Crown Jewel, was he? No. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah, it's been a couple of months, I guess, since he lost. But uh, yeah, kind of wonder where he goes from here. Uh, he needs to do more than this bongo thing. Yeah, uh, it's well, majority, yeah, like, you know, and th th this is probably one of those. This is where the lack of champion world champion on raw really kind of shows its mark right because there's going to be a top guy who gets the u.s title right and that makes them the de facto top guy but then anybody else who would be normally in the like in the mid card it's like su super mid card or like lower than mid you know like everyone goes down a little step <coughs> if no one's there to yeah. compete for the championship for the for the world for the heavyweight championship yeah, well, I mean, even back in the summer, Riddle was kind of lined up as a challenger for Reigns, or I guess he did fight him. He once fought him once. Yeah, since then he's kind of cooled off a bit. I mean, the crowd still loves him, but uh, yeah, the booking hasn't quite been as strong. But maybe the whole Randy Orton thing—they kind of had storylines planned, and that too, right? It could have yeah. been like, "Yep, we got so much Randy planned," and then yeah. uh, you know, then life happens, and you were forced to evolve. Yeah, still no word. I mean, things are not looking too great for Randy. I think um, last I heard, I mean, last I heard, uh, I think about a week ago, um, there was a photo of him uh, in Alabama, which or like at a facility in Alabama that like all the WWE people go to. Yeah, to like Birmingham. I think. Yeah, it's like or it's like wherever Somewhere. he was was like oh that's where literally where everybody goes to get shit fixed. Yeah, uh, I saw so that it he's was, getting shit fixed. And he had, yeah, and his wife posted something, and I forget what she said. Something Kimmy? about like life comes at you fast, or like something about like life changing, or who knows? So it could be was it that more Ferris serious. Bueller quote like life comes at like or what Ferris Bueller <laughs> quoting John Lennon. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it was quite that, but uh, yeah, I mean, this, I mean, I don't want to say anything, but uh, I mean, it could be a possible career threatening type of injury. We don't know the seriousness of it, but he's been out for a long time. Yeah, now, so. no, love, love to see his face again. Don't, uh, what do they say? Don't, don't think about the bad times. Remember the good times or something like that. <laughs> yeah, we're all rooting for you, Randy. Love to uh, see him again. Do you think. Like, how long until after Randy Orton officially retires will people be allowed to hit a cutter? <laughs> um, like, because obviously I get it right now. It's like, you know, Rand, like, you're, you know, that's your thing. Um, but how long? I mean, I feel like uh, doesn't uh, Grayson Waller do, like, a little rolling cutter? He or does something? a rolling cutter. Yeah, he does a rolling cutter. But, yeah, that's the straight point. up, yeah, the straight up one, I don't know. Did, did I, don't know. I wonder if Cody did one <laughs> in the Mania match. A Cody cutter? Yeah, he probably did a Cody cutter. But yeah, they're all they've all got a variant. No one's doing the straight up. Yeah, no one's doing the straight side. up cutter. Yeah, except for John Moxley once in a while. <laughs> well, I mean they're doing they're doing cutters. I know, different in, show. They're doing I cutters know. in AEW all the time. I know, I'm just teasing, but uh, then we had a little backstage segment. JBL and Baron Corbin are playing poker, drinking, smoking when uh, Kira Tazawa oh, no. making his return to television. He wants to play some poker. And uh, yeah, he plays like he doesn't know the rules. We're like, all right, perfect. And then, yeah, a bit later, he just starts kicking their ass, takes all their money. And yeah, they, uh, they'll settle in the ring later. Yeah. Well, thank God Akira Tazawa gets settled in the ring. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, after the 24-7 title's been retired, he needs something to do. Yeah, there's a whole, the whole gag will need something to do. What about Tucky? Yeah, that's why Tucky needs Tamina something well. to do. I think he was released yeah. like three releases ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knows? Maybe Tucky will be brought Tucky. back if Otis and Cable split up. That's a good but. point. Anyways, uh, Miz comes out for Miz TV. He's got Byron Saxton in the ring. Uh, he wants him to guest host and ask him the questions and address the accusations that he paid off Dexter Loomis. And Miz says, yeah, I regret paying him. I just wanted some empathy because I bust my ass every day for years. Nobody pats me on the back. And the crowd's giving him the what treatment, just proving his point. Uh, he says he was trying to help Dexter out, get him on back on his feet. And that's when Gargano comes out, says you're a compulsive liar, and uh, he calls him Mr. Rogers because he was wearing this big cardigan sweater thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Johnny lets Miz know that in two weeks you're going to have to fight Dexter. And if Loomis wins, Miz must pay him all the money he owes, and he also gets his WWE contract. Uh, and then at the very end, the cameraman that was in the ring takes off his hat and his mask. It's Dexter. So the Miz runs away. We're still going on this, eh? This is yeah, two weeks. This is our current, uh, I think, longest thing going. Uh, at least on Raw. At least, at least yeah. you're on Raw, yeah. Um, yeah. So two weeks. Thank God. Hopefully, no one gets hurt between now and then. Because <laughs> I don't want to delay this any oh further. Oh my God! Knowing our luck. <sighs> After that, we had Dominic Mysterio take on Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Shelton gets a couple moves in, but then Dom just takes over, hits the big frog splash, gets himself the win. Looking good. Yes, he should. Looking solid. Yeah, looking good. The mullet and the mustache are looking better every week. <laughs> it's weird. It's like it's that. It's like because it's shaved on the sides, like but only a little <laughs> bit. It's a very good. It's a cool looking mullet. It's like a trendy mullet. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a full on like fucking I don't know, Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a full Joe Dirt uh, mullet. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what Eddie's was. It wasn't like a full mullet. He just kind it's of let his hair grow look. long. It's a good look. It really is a good yeah. look. It's like what every four-year-old, five-year-old boy has before he gets his <laughs> hair uh, Backstage, Austin Theory gets interviewed about losing his cash-in. and He says he had the match won if Lashley wasn't there and uh, would have been the best cash-in ever. But then someone who actually did have one of the best cash-ins ever, Dolph Ziggler, shows up and says, Theory, that was the worst cash-in. Your ego was too big to take advice from a guy like me. And uh, He lays down a challenge, so they'll fight later. They'll fight a little bit later. Hmm. Before that, we got EO Sky taking on Dana Brooke. Uh, Dana hits a nice DDT for a near fall, and that was kind of her one big move. Because then EO just takes over, hits over the moonsault to get the easy win. And then Mia Yim comes out after and says, at war games, everyone's got to pick a side. And I picked mine. And that's when Bianca, Asuka, Alexa come out. So Mia Yim's officially joined the babyface team. Babyface. Well, of course, you know, I mean, between the OC or I guess I guess that's probably the best thing to call their whole group. Um, yeah. And Judgment Day. Um, is the group called the OC? I mean, I would call the group that, yeah. Yeah, it's like... It's just easier. Yeah, it's just easier. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, and then pretty soon after, backstage, Rhea Ripley approaches Damage Control 
says, if me is on the other side, I'm on yours. Anyone got a problem with that? They say no. It's like, yeah, let's go to war. So we got the five heels. Still one more spot on the babyface side. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Still, it's still a TBD, maybe a, a returning superstar. You never know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, I don't know if you if they'd use someone as big as a Charlotte or Sasha for that. But it'd be sweet if it was Charlotte. Yeah, yeah or just someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, otherwise, uh, trying to think of who else. But we'll find out next week, probably. Well, hopefully. Maybe it'll be a call-up or something. Something we don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like an, an Alba Fire? Like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mandy Rose? <laughs> oh, baby face. Never mind. Probably not, Mandy. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory takes on Dolph Ziggler. Nice little match here. Theory. Showing a much more serious, aggressive side. No more of that selfie bullshit. He's got a beard and earrings now. Uh, Were the earrings always there? I don't remember them. Yeah, me neither. He wears them during the match? He was was wearing earrings. Like little studs. Yeah. Oh, studs. I guess that's not his thing. Yeah, just little studs. A hoop. Uh, So Ziggler hits a zigzag, but Theory kicks out, as many men have. But uh, so Dolph goes for some sweet chin music, but then Theory nails him with a massive forearm and then hits A-Town down, picks him up, hits a second one, but he still doesn't make the pin. Instead, he throws Ziggler to the floor, just beats the hell out of him. Ziggler can't defend himself, so the ref just stops the match. Theory wins due to referee stoppage, but he just continues the attack. He's lost his mind. The officials have to come pry him off, but... I like it. I like the more serious side of him. A more, because this is even more serious than we saw in The Way in NXT. Yeah, yeah. Back then he was kind of the goofy stepson. He was still kind of the goofy, yeah, goofy stepson. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so I like it. You know, I, I, haven't th- I haven't fully been sold on Theory, but he's a good he's a good worker. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'll just get the character locked down and uh, work your way back up. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, then we had that match we booked earlier, Corbin versus Tazawa. Uh, yeah, crowd's rooting for Tazawa. He goes for a suicide dive, but Corbin just catches him midair, throws him into the barricade, and then back in the ring hits end of days to get the win. So Corbin on a bit of a roll here ever since. I mean, he's always he's always on a roll. <laughs> I guess so, like, but they're not necessarily. Baron Corbin's big either wins. winning matches or on TV every single week. Like he has no other. There's no other speed for this guy. Yeah, he's he's good at staying healthy. He's I don't think he's ever had an injury or anything on the main roster. Well, fucking knock on wood. Not yeah, good. you know, I mean, he's got to be <laughs> one of the safer dudes. I wonder, you know, I wonder what the the rest of the locker room thinks. Like, yeah, he's safe. Matches are great, and he's got you know the fucking yeah. deep six look is a is a badass looking maneuver. Yeah, he's pretty, uh, yeah, safe offense. He's not, like, flipping around, dropping you on your head. He's, not a, like fl- he's not a flippy flopper. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's picking up the wins there. But uh, the main event, big match here, Seth Rollins defending his U.S. title against Finn Balor. And, uh, yeah, this one got a good amount of time. Nice evenly fought match here. Uh, Rollins goes for the buckle bomb onto the barricade. The same move that injured Balor cost him the Universal title, but Finn's able to slip out and avoid it. Uh, 
And then back in the ring, Rollins goes for a Phoenix Splash, but Finn avoids that as well. Then he hits Seth with the 1916, but Rollins kicks out of that. Uh, and then Seth is looking to hit the stomp, but that's when Judgment Day run out. So they start distracting him, but then the OC run out with Mia Yim. So they all fight at ringside. Balor climbs the top rope looking for coup de gras. Uh, but then Dominic was in the ring, so that distracted the ref. And then AJ jumps up, shoves Finn off the top rope. Seth follows up with a stomp, gets the win, retains the belt. Uh, in a in a in a hard fought match, you are right. We haven't seen these guys much. I bet probably since that injury, since that infamous injury. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they probably had some matches. But I'm sure they not. did. But like, yeah, nothing really comes to mind. Um, you know, of course, most recently Finn Balor went down to NXT. He's, they've both kind of spent time between Raws and Smackdowns. Uh, yeah, I can't really picture <laughs> them ever really having like a feud together. Yeah, so, yeah, fun match here. And then at the very end, Theory shows up, beats down Rollins, hits the A-Town. Yeah, A-Town, A-Down. A-Town down. down. (laughs) And then grabs the U.S. title and nails Seth in the head. Stands tall over him to end the show, so. To finish off the show. Yeah, big, big strong look for him there. Uh, yeah, he wants that U.S. title one way or another. You know, and I think, uh, you know, goofy guy, funny theory, you know, he tried that thing with, uh, Kevin Owens and then that didn't work out, you know, Kevin Owens, or he didn't really listen to him or anything, uh, loses, (laughs) loses the, uh, briefcase, you know, maybe one that he really didn't deserve at the time, but then, hey, use that motivation to get better. Yeah, let's rebuild... It's like I think uh, and haven't they they've been saying it for like months now and like everyone's kind of agreed that it's like dude's got dude's got style, dude's got skill. But nobody yeah. fucking likes them. How how do you how are you good at two how are you good at like two of the things that you need <laughs> to be a wrestler but be fucking hated and not in the good way. Not the good heat, you know? Yeah. Great like to Sammy see. Guevara. Yeah, no, not as yeah. Much of a dick. It, it, he's <laughs> no backstage drama. Yeah, he's Sammy Guevara with no backstage drama. Yeah, that's really what <laughs> it is. Um yeah, I think I think, you know, I think this is the Austin theory that uh we has been possible. We knew was possible this whole time. Uh I'm really looking forward to it finally coming out. Yeah, we'll see where that continues. Maybe they'll give them a match at Survivor Series, who knows. Who knows? We will see um, on next week's episode of Raw. That's uh, that's about all the time for the first half of the show. Mike, let's take a break. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Um, NXT action. Of course, this is our go-home dynamite, and then we'll talk a little full gear before the weekend, so stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter, yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Back here with the second half of the podcast, folks. Thanks for sticking it out through the break as we're uh, as the we make our way towards the the fullest of gears. Twenty twenty two, a pay per view that once was, I think we had thought may have made its inter- international paper pay per view debut. Yeah, I mean, there's still hope for next year, maybe. But uh, I think after the yeah. showing uh, between both Knights of Dynamite and Rampage, I, I do believe it could happen. Yeah, just book the Scotiabank Arena ahead of time so you're ready. 
Yeah, book Scotiabank. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. But we'll get to that action in a little bit. Let's uh, get to the first show at hand. And of course, I'm talking about some NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's a good wrestling show. NXT. Watch and see. How to tap out a count out of one, two, three. Title Tuesday. <laughs> Evidently, yeah. I guess because um, everything, because it's uh, it's all on the line, or two of them, or at least a couple. At least a couple <laughs> of them, uh, with two of their major championship bouts, uh, you know, out here taking off. Uh, first off, who comes walking down to the wing? Uh, Braun Breaker makes his way into his this fired up NXT crowd. He's taking on yeah. uh, Von Wagner. Yeah, yeah, so nobody wants to see Wagner win here. Everyone's hot for Braun. They're barking. Uh, Wagner does well, though. Puts up a good fight. Uh, he hits a big choke slam to Braun onto the steel steps. And then a bit later, he hits his finishing move, but Braun's able to kick out. So big near fall there, but then Breaker just fights back and eventually hits the spear, gets the win, retains the title. The crowd loves it. Yep, yeah, uh, maybe a bit of an underwhelming match, especially compared to uh, what we've seen out of uh, Braun Breaker lately, you know, with uh, with Ilya Dragunov, with uh, JD McDonough. Yeah. You know, maybe not up to the standard that we would have hoped for, but, you know, there aren't many challengers down here for him. <laughs> At least they put it on TV instead of their pay-per-view. At least. Hopefully he'll get a bigger challenger for Something that. Something a little more important. Yeah. Uh, then you had Zoe Stark come out to explain her actions last week, turning on Nikita Lyons, and she just says, I was sick of carrying her, I'm not here to help new recruits, and I busted my ass to get here, and, you know, half the crowd's clapping, half is booing, and she says NXT's no longer about the future, it's now about Zoe Stark, and everyone in the back needs to watch out. Watch out! Watch out, baby. Uh, then we get the return of Indu Share, who uh, were broken up like two years ago when Veer went to the main roster and did nothing. <laughs> so I guess I guess Veer Mahan is officially. So I looked back at this right. Um, he had uh, he had a match in August on the main roster there against uh, you mm -hmm. know local jobber 101, but he has been. Uh, over the last two months, two and a half months, working NXT house shows that they do. You know, they they tour around a little bit. They do some shows. Him and right. uh, him and Sanga have been doing their thing, uh, but now they're now here, presumably uh, back. They weren't they weren't ready for Veer Mahan up over there on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I guess not. But uh, still fighting jobbers, just two local guys. They didn't even give them their names and. Yeah, just the dominant win for Indu Share. So that's all they got. Yeah, that's it seems more of the same for uh for Veer Mahan. Yeah, they'll have to do more to win me over, but mm -hmm. see where they go. Yeah. Uh then you had JD McDonough taking on Apollo Crews. Pretty decent match. Got a good amount of time. Uh both guys looking good in there. Some big springboard moonsaults to the floor, and then Apollo hits an avalanche angle slam for a big pop. Crowd got pretty hot, and then Apollo hits this huge pop-up spine buster, big height on that one. And that gives Apollo Crews the big win. 
over here on the main roster. Apollo. Oh wait, no, never mind. Not Apollo Cruz on the main <laughs> roster. Uh, but a big win over a dude who's been pretty hot since coming over here. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, Apollo might be uh, one of the guys in line for a title shot if he keeps keeps it up. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Could be on to something. Uh, then we had then we had Booker T in the ring to host the contract signing for the North American title. So we got Wesley, Carmelo Hayes, and uh, yeah, pretty standard. They just cut promos, trade insults. They both sign. And they're ready to fight, but Booker talks them down, says, save that drama for your mama. Next week is the match. Save the drama for your mama. <laughs> yeah, don't do that to your mothers. So. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was that. And then we got a tag team match after this. Briggs and Jensen taking on Schism. And uh, a bit of a crazy spot when uh, one of the Schism guys goes for a suicide dive, but he, like, shoots so hard he... Pretty much lands right on top of the announce table, nearly breaks his face. Pretty damn tall suicide dive. Yeah, literally. But uh, then at some point, Kiana James comes out to start shit with Fallon Henley. So Jensen comes out to uh, get between them, but leaves his partner Briggs all alone in the ring. So Schism take him out with a nice, a double team codebreaker move to get the win. Now I th- now I, I I just gotta stop you there because you keep saying that. I thought they were the dyad. Am I missing? I mean, uh, I guess they're the dyad, but they're also schism. But, oh, uh, no, no, but uh, no, like you're, you're completely right. It's just, I didn't know we had, because, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of both. Both things are thinking of the exact same thing. Where did I, because were the dyad were the little creatures, right? Is maybe that what I'm thinking of? I mean, uh, no, I think they still called them the dyad before they had the schism name. And huh. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, it's bizarre. They need. They I might- think they need to pick a lane. Yeah, I don't even know who's who yet. I haven't memorized any Uh We got the, the Rock's daughter. Uh, well, I know her, Ava Rain and Joe Gacy. <laughs> Joe Gacy. But the other two guys, I don't know. Guy with a guy with names. a con- one contact lens. Yeah. Anyways, uh, then we got a video of Shawn Michaels to make an announcement. We're going to debut a new match type. At the deadline pay-per-view, the Iron Survivor Challenge. Okay, now can you explain so, this one qu- to me quickly? <laughs> yeah, it's a bit it's a bit convoluted. You got five superstars competing in a 25-minute match. Uh, you start with two wrestlers in the ring. Every five minutes, someone new enters until all five are in the ring. And it's like an Iron Man match. Whoever gets the most falls after 25 minutes wins the match. Uh, but an added step, if you get pinned or submitted, you got to go into a penalty box for 90 seconds. Uh, and then the winner gets a title shot. They'll have both men's and women's uh, versions. But, uh, yeah, this we'll see how there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot to keep track of. But could yeah, be fun. this is we'll see. possibly as complicated as the... Uh as the fucking Punjabi prison. Yeah, and so so because <laughs> because it was such a uh, complicated explanation, the pop for it all really didn't seem to land very much, even though, you know, Hickenbottom himself was out there <clears throat> telling us that, um, you know, about this new announcement. Yeah, so it was too complicated. It was too much. You know, it, yeah, it, we'll it, have to see it. It started to make me thinking, is there a, a match type that would be really easy to explain and completely new? Like completely new, but you can explain it in two sentences. Because that maybe that could be the answer when it comes to new exciting things. <laughs> it has yeah, to be I mean, easily this could be explainable. Fun. 
Yeah, it's like a multi-man Iron Man match, but with the Elimination Chamber rules and a penalty box, which... I mean, the penalty box, it could be cool at the very end if you're, like, up by one fall, but then you get locked in the box, so you can't get the pin you need or things like that. I don't know. It could lead to some cool situations, yep. but we'll have to it, see it, it's actually. All, it's a stip within a stip. Yeah. We'll have to see how it plays out to see if it's uh, a one and done or if it's something that they'll... Yeah, we'll see. Something that people like. Uh, after that, we had women's action. Indy Hartwell taking on Tatum Paxley. And uh, the lights flicker just as the match starts. Is is that scripts fucking with stuff? I don't know. Scripts don't with really a Y. It. Uh, doesn't matter. The match was fine. Indy Hartwell continuing her hot streak here. As she hits the big elbow to the back of uh, Paxley's head. Gets the win. So Indy on of a roll all of a sudden. Uh, maybe working her way up to challenging Mandy for the title at this rate we think I mean like we said there's nothing else for her to do either that or main roster well that's the thing I don't think it's going to happen just because I don't think it's ever going to happen I don't think she'll win the title but she can certainly challenge for it but yeah I don't know we'll see Hopefully. maybe they'll throw her in that iron survivor match the iron man yeah. survivor penalty match <laughs> yeah uh, then yeah speaking of scripts we got another vignette and He's going to be here next week in person. And uh, he was kind of talking like Jigsaw. Like, I want to play a game. I want to play a game. I want to play a game. We'll see See who this person is next week. Yeah. Who knows? It could be John Kramer for all we know. Uh, sure. Oh, that was the name. Na- that? that was the name of the j- the name of the Jigsaw. Oh, yeah. Killer. Yeah. The old guy. <laughs> with, uh, I doubt it's yeah. him. Uh, main event though we got the women's title on the line last woman standing match Mandy Rose versus Alba Fire hopefully for the last time because Alba's had plenty of chances now but uh, yeah anything goes here so we get a bunch of chair shots uh, tools from a toolbox uh, Fire hits a big swanton bomb onto the floor nearly lands on her head but uh, she's okay she uh yeah, a bit later she slams Mandy onto a trash can, denting that all up. And yeah, they just continue back and forth. They fight into the crowd. Uh, Alba ends up setting up a ladder on the floor, climbs up, ready to jump onto Mandy when this new woman, uh, Aaliyah, what was her name? Uh, Isla, Isla Dawn shows up and uh, sprays this mist into Alba's face. But it was like a clear mist. So much mist. <laughs> Every show has... Well, th- this was more like uh, the fucking Brandon Cutler mist. <laughs> yeah, just a, a cold spray. But uh, either way, she blinds Alba, shoves her off the ladder. She crashes through the announce table. And that's enough to uh, keep her down for the 10 count, giving Mandy Rose the win once again retains her title. It was cool to see uh, a stipulation... Um, in one of these kind of one-off title matches. You know, we see a lot of one-off title matches all over the place. Uh, but, yeah, it was kind of cool to see see a, a stipulation that, you know, it's easy to easy to play out. Yeah, yeah, crowd enjoyed it. And uh, this Isla Dawn, apparently from NXT UK. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what she's made of in the coming weeks. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. But that was it for NXT. That was it for NXT. Congratulations to Braun and Mandy for retaining 
Mandy Rhodes coming up on Oscar numbers. She'll get there, maybe. She might. She might. I mean, yeah, into, unless see. we can find a challenger. Unless we can build up a challenger before uh, what we have. What's it called? It's called, like, end, end, end. Well, deadlines dead in, like, line. two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, like, end game think... or something. Yeah, I don't know if she'll lose it. But then, if the stand and deliver we'll... on Mania Weekend, maybe that is the one. Yeah, maybe that's sometime. Roxanne Perez seems to be the top baby face they're grooming right no now. No Cora so Jade on the show tonight, be... though, I don't think. No. Yeah. Took a week off, I guess. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe got another tattoo. Maybe. Uh, yeah. That was all of our um, NXT action, so let's finish up. We have one more uh, wrestling show to give you, and of course, that's uh, AW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Uh, four days Let's... before uh, our big uh, our big pay per view on Saturday. Moxley, it's Saturday, not Sunday. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. we kick off this week's edition um, with uh, some tag action. We have Claudio Castagnoli and Brian Danielson taking on Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho. Uh, the the four of them will be involved in a four way for that Ring of Honor World Championship. Now, did they announce this last week? And I missed it. Yeah, yeah, they announced it at some point. Uh, I don't get week. why it's Sammy Guevara's there. Oh, I think it's just so you have like you know guys that are partners, but still so you get two Blackpool. Combat, See, I think Jericho to myself, society, if you want to, we've been doing this whole Chris Jericho beats every Ring of Honor World Champion. Have the match between all the Ring of Honor World Champions, like fucking these three. So minus Sammy, but plus Dalton Castle. And Bandito, there's your fatal five way, or uh, there's your there's your five way. I don't know. Yeah, I mean Claudio and Brian are former champions, but Jericho's already beat them. So well, that's yeah, what, that's what I'm saying, right? So like you know, maybe the yeah. ultimate, the the, the uh, in my mind, I was like, why didn't we book? Yeah, Dalton Castle. Maybe, we had Jay uh, Lethal. We had all the other guys who had been competing for this thing. Yeah, I know there is another Ring of Honor pay per view coming up, so maybe there is a death before dishonor. Uh, yeah, I think that's sometime in December, but I think. Uh, anyways, the match itself was still fun. You know, you got three well-respected veterans plus Sammy Guevara. And, you know, <laughs> Sammy has his role, though. He's doing the flippy floppy shit that the other guys don't do. So it's something. It's fun. Uh, he hits a big avalanche cutter off the middle rope. But then Claudio gets in there to do the big swing, much to the crowd's delight. He's swinging Jericho around, but uh, Jericho had managed to grab the baseball bat beforehand, so he's got it in his hands, but Claudio snatches it away, locks him in the sharpshooter, and Jericho taps out. Wow. It's a nice, clean win for, yeah. I don't think we've seen cool. a Chris Jericho tap out, well, law, or no, he, does, he, he doesn't, the man does not lose very often, uh, but, you know. Yeah, so. I wonder. Yeah, and it's nice to see Claudio get a win with the sharpshooter once in a while. Adds another... You know, another deadly finisher to his repertoire. Yeah, another layer that, yeah, we just don't see it. Yeah, and it's just nice to see Brian not lose. <laughs> that too, another yeah. win in the win column. He actually gets a win for once. <laughs> uh, then the Acclaimed, uh, they debut a music video. Uh, my favorite part was Paul White rep reprising his famous role from the Waterboy, Captain Insano. <laughs> It was, yeah, it, it was it was pretty much just a series of 
uh, the acclaimed raps, but yeah, all strung together on, with a chorus that I don't quite remember. I don't remember any of the actual lyrics. Yeah, but yeah, there was just like Swerve and Keith Lee lookalikes acting like fools. And, yeah, yeah. Captain Insano is the only part I cared about. I love that <laughs> <laughs> as a fan of the Water Boy. Uh, then yeah, they stay out for a match, or at least Anthony Bowen's taking on Swerve Strickland here in a good little match. Uh, you know, they've met each other many times, but this is probably the first singles competition for them. And, uh, yeah, they go back and forth. Swerve hits the Swerve Stomp off the top rope, but Bowen's kicks out. So Swerve's gotta up his game, pulls out an even better move, the JML Driver. Wicked move, that gives Swerve the win. And the momentum heading into Saturday. And a little momentum. He's going to need it. Yeah, part three of their trilogy. Yeah, the trilogy we thought would never happen. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see that one. Uh, then we had Tony Schiavone in the ring to interview Samoa Joe. Asked him why he turned on Wardlow. And uh, the crowd's chanting Wardlow's name and... Joe says Wardlow failed to recognize the most dangerous man in the room. So I refused to wait around and be a victim. I saved myself. And Powerhouse Hobbs interrupts and says, Hey, Joe, you late to the party. I'm the one that's going to kick Wardlow's ass, and I'll kick yours too. But before he can, Wardlow shows up, attacks Joe. So Hobbs jumps in. The whole locker room empties to pull these guys apart. Uh, to, to this this and, is our big, beefy match. Yeah, a lot of beef. Uh... Wardlow even hit a big toe banking hero to the floor onto everyone at the end. Yeah, that was that was pretty damn big. You don't get to see that too often. Man, Samoa Joe just letting loose on the microphone. That was my big fun takeaway from uh from all this. He is great. <laughs> he is so good. <clears throat> yeah, he's very passionate on the mic. And uh, I think yeah, that might talker. be with Samoa Joe what I do miss about him the most when he goes out for injury every 25 days or so um it's the constant like every single time he's on tv it's it's great it's fire yeah he made people believe he could beat brock lesnar and remember uh wendy remember that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a that was awesome and AJ. <laughs> wendy yeah. uh then we go to our next match we had some uh Oh, it was a trios title match. She had the Death Triangle defending against uh, the reunited top flight with AR Fox. Uh, so this was a real nice, fast-paced match. Everyone having their moments here. Bunch of cool double, triple-team moves. Uh, yeah, Darius Martin, his first match in seven months. Uh, I think I had the, looking the, good, I think though. Said ACL, some, some, some kind of knee injury. Yeah, he's had bad luck. He, like, a couple. Ever since, there was a couple. Yeah. Yeah, he's been pretty much gone like the last two years almost. But uh, and this AR Fox guy, he was impressing me. He was uh, he did a move I don't know if I've ever seen before, where he like he springboards off the top ropes. He does a forward flip while moving backwards, like onto a, heading onto the floor. yeah onto the floor, like reverse momentum. Very cool move. Fuck this guy. Uh, yeah, he was awesome. Crowd chance. This is awesome. And Fox just goes on a roll. He hits a springboard spanish fly and then a 450 splash uh but the pin gets broken up and then death triangle just take over they hit the fear factor pack comes in hits the black arrow that gives the team the win champs retain 
but uh, great match, great showing for AR Fox. AR Fox. If 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 you want to talk about, you know, and, and he's a name that I feel like I've seen, uh, f- I've seen his name written more than I've seen his like yeah. even like a photo of him or like his face or anything like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Same here. Exactly. I yeah, just only seen his name written in places, but the dude—that's how you immediately fucking impress somebody. Yeah. Hopefully, we can see some more of him. I love that. But uh, right after match, Pack grabs a microphone, cuts a quick promo, says, "We're not stupid. We see what's going on. We've seen the videos, heard the rumors. If certain individuals think they can make their triumphant return this Saturday at Full Gear." Uh, you know, if you think you could just mosey in and beat us, well, bring the heat. Bring it on Saturday. And that's when on the video screen, it's officially announced. We see the matchup. Death Triangle versus the Elite. They're back, baby. Trio's titles on the line. Can't wait. I gotta say, the, uh, I was really not satisfied with that announcement. The way they did it could have been a lot better. Because um, I think we all felt the promos going a certain way, and we felt to ourselves, oh, shit, it feels like they're coming back. And you would think that we would at least see them. They would announce their own coming back. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between them showing their faces on Saturday to fucking Wednesday? I don't know. It would have been... Yeah, it just felt- if they were already going to announce it, they could have just come out on the ramp. It's not like it's a surprise now. You know, so the pop would have been the people having to see look at the fucking video monitor. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a... Yeah, the the reveal felt a bit flat, especially because that first promo was them being erased. It was the elite being erased from all elite wrestling. So the fact that when we saw them, they were just quickly labeled as the elite... I was like, oh, like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't imagine to change their name, but you know, there was kind of like a, oh, you, 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 you spelled it all out, you spelled it all out for me. I don't know. Yeah, the presentation could have been a lot better. Yeah, but, it really, uh, could, it really could have been. You know, of course, obviously, well, I want to see them. Of course, Kenny yeah, Omega. Come Saturday, it'll all be forgotten about. Of course, you know, just would have been. Ah, there was that little extra step that I think could have been a lot of fun. Yeah, but I guess they just want an even bigger pop on Saturday, I guess. Yeah, but, good point. Uh, oh, well. Oh, well. Uh, big announcement. Uh, after that, we had the uh, World Title Tournament semifinal match. Ethan Page taking on, Ban- taking on Bandito. <clears throat> My boy. Uh, yeah, solid match here. You had Stokely Hathaway, though, on the outside, causing trouble for Bandito, so... Uh, yeah, but he's dealing with it. He's looking good. Got the crowd rooting for him. He hits a nice big moonsault off the top, not even the top rope, even higher off the top of the ring post. And uh, that had the crowd chanting, holy shit. Uh, Page goes for the avalanche, Eagle's Edge, but Bandito counters midair with a Hurricane Rana. And then he picks up Page, holds him over his head with one arm. Amazing strength there from Bandito and... He hits a frog splash, big near fall, but then Ethan Page fights back, hits the ego's edge, gets the win. So Ethan Page is going to the finals of this tournament. In a pretty impressive match, I think, from uh, All Ego. You know, I mean, honestly, we don't see him too often. He was brought in as a, I think he was a wild card for one of those, or he was a joker for one of those casino 
battle royals, yeah. you know? And I think when you're brought in yeah. a position like that, it's probably because, you know, okay, people like you. People probably see something in you. <clears throat> I never quite did. Yeah, but... Yeah, me neither, but uh, this past little while, these at least his first two matches in the tournament have impressed. So Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a I feel like there are a lot of dudes down here in AW who brought in with all that potential and we just don't see it. We just don't see it, but it's it's there. It's still there and they're still on dark or they're on other indie shows and they're fucking making it happen. Yeah. You know when it, it goes Page, right over our been... heads. Yeah, and Paige has been on TV. He's he's kind of flopped between, you know. He's he was with Penelope before, then he was with the American Top Team, and then he's with the Firm. Uh, hopefully, he can just kind yeah, of yeah. He sort of seems to be the leader in every little fucking goons for hire faction. Yeah, he's never quite part of a big group, but he's the big fish in a small. Pond, yeah, he's yeah because when it's the fucking whatever whatever what's it called now. Uh, the, firm? the firm, like he's kind of like the top guy in the firm. Yeah, which isn't saying much, but uh, yeah, you know, making it to the finals of the tournament could even win the whole thing. That would, so that's big for him, and uh, yeah, he's winning us over at the same time. Yeah, oh, very cool. Uh, then we have Tony Storm taking on Anna J A S, who uh, yeah, Anna does pretty well hanging in there with the champ for a good while, but. Uh, eventually Tony just takes over hits those vicious hip attacks in the corner god I'll, I'll never understand how they do that I, yeah, it's, it, there's there's very few moves in professional professional wrestling a professional wrestling maneuver is kind of like a magic trick there's a way that they did it yeah um but you don't quite know uh how it's done you know but sometimes you do you're like oh the card they, they were hiding the card but underneath the other card or something like that there's always that little giveaway I don't get how they yeah. make this now I've heard this said Sweet Cheeks music. <laughs> That's a good name. Uh, I don't know how they make the Sweet Cheeks music happen. Uh, they somehow make it happen, and god damn, it's vicious. I mean, sometimes mad magicians just do real stuff. They like put like a pin through their cheek. <laughs> like, just yeah, surreal. sometimes they will actually pull a Stevo and uh, fucking put put a hook <laughs> through their fucking jars. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Tony locks Anna in the Texas Cloverleaf, and uh, nice submission. Anna J taps out. Yeah, uh, I, th- I I heard uh, Tony Storm um, via some uh, professional wrestling thing or whatever. Um, she said, uh, "Yo, I should just be the actual champion." Yeah. I saw that too. She's like Thunder Rosa. You either come back and defend your title or strip you of it. Because, because it was it was at, it was at all out. It was at all out that she. Uh... Yeah. So like we're running up three months now. It's kind of double sided because it's also not fair. Like how can you say Thunder Rosa has been champ for three long three months longer when she hasn't done a damn thing? Exactly right. I mean, and you're also robbing Tony. So. And and, and yeah. CM Punk has that little fucking thing on his name yeah. also too right so that's why yeah i just don't like the interim thing and i think tony khan commented saying basically yeah if, if we can't get a timeline soon we might have to strip her and i'm all for it uh well i'm yeah, all for because though again the uf like this is the ufc way of and even um, in the ufc it's not consistent like sometimes they do sometimes they don't um yeah like if you if you're unable to def- if like if you're unable, unable to defend because of an injury or something right uh you get mm-hmm. stripped of it but then somebody else 
gets to win it, and then it's kind of like two people have it until the other person's ready to go. But that person who won it still gets, like, that still counts for them. It's kind of like there's, like, temporarily two people who are consecutively getting days in on the championship. Yeah. You know, because it's like they didn't lose it. They're hurt. They'll come back. You know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't like it. Uh, Let's go to the final segment, though. John Moxley coming out for his last promo to go home on uh just talks about being the champ uh the big defense coming up against mjf uh he says maxwell has only one win in this ring in the last six months uh, and which i guess is true we were looking at we were looking at this um not too long ago mike you and i were looking at this uh where yeah for a guy who complains about not being compensated fairly and i do agree or i do think that yeah mjf deserves a lot of stuff he is one of the you know he's an incredible performer in the ring he's an incredible performer outside of the ring like he's had a handful of matches in the year 2022 seven yeah he's had seven matches in 2022 <laughs> i would say he probably had 15 in 2020 it's not like the guy's fucking working every i understand you work for your craft but you know what i'm saying right like his per match dollars amount basis hell even his fucking even <laughs> if you gave him two hours a week of work for uh for uh you know an episode of dynamite or something i'll tell you i work 40 i work 40 plus I'll tell you what I make a year. I guarantee it's a fraction of what uh, MJF makes for a fraction of the the time. Yeah, and one of those seven matches, he was in it for like 30 seconds, didn't do anything. He, he just turned just over, yeah, in. the Wardlow match. Yeah. Well, not that, the latter match as well. Where Oh, he, yeah, he I was, mean, Mon- you would, I would hardly even count him if it was in that one. You are completely right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, John Moxley said the same thing. He said, you got handed the world title shot and the worst ending to a ladder match I've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, The fans agreed. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he says, yeah, sh- on Saturday, show me you got guts, you got balls, show me why everyone thinks you're the future of this industry. That's when Stokely Hathaway comes walking out, and then the firm storm the ring, they attack Moxley, uh, they're beating him down, but then MJF comes out, he fights them off. All of them. He, like, kicks a couple of them in the balls, pokes them in the eyes. Whatever he's got to do, he takes out the entire firm on his own and then grabs the microphone, says, get the hell out of here before I shove my boot up your ass. And then he speaks to John, says, I didn't save you because I like you. I just want you to not have any excuses when I knock your ass clean out. No dynamite, no dynamite diamond ring necessary. Ain't that right, Will? And he gets right in Regal's face. Which goes back to my prediction that this is all a ruse and that Regal's working with MJF. He's going to hand him the brass knuckles uh, to help him win the title. To help him win the title. Yeah. Wow. You know, he said no diamond ring, but they didn't say nothing about brass knuckles. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. And also, we didn't have a dynamite diamond ring match this year, so maybe they just didn't want. Oh, really? Yeah, that, no, that is a good point. You know, my timeline on on when it happens sort of fell by the wayside. But I guess this year, well, this year we had the uh, the Bret Hart, uh, sorry, the Owen Hart, the Owen, yeah, uh, championship. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Hmm. Never thought. Of yeah, that. not that we needed. I mean, if MGF doesn't win it, it's not it's no fun anyway. So just let him keep it. He's a three time <laughs> winner. If he doesn't win it, it's not fun. 
so then, yeah, he just continues, talks more about fighting Moxley, says you can inflict all the pain you want, but I won't stop because I need that belt more than anything, and God damn it, it's my time. The crowd's cheering him on big, and uh, he just says you'll find out Saturday. I'm the devil himself. I'm better than you. And then he lets the fans all say, and you know it. He's already acting uh, babyface-ish there. Well, it's this thing where it's like he can be as heel as he wants. And he's been doing this ever since his return. He can be as heel as he wants, and he's getting cheered. Like, he's he's over either way. Like for good or bad, it's it's always every like yeah. It's like it's like we had said, right? If he if he had come out and said something, you know, about how the the Leafs suck, we all would have been cheering him. (laughs) You know, like we wouldn't have booed something like that. You know, it's he's such this funny. Can you think of anybody else who's fallen in this incredible middle ground before? Where they're so um, they're sure so they're... over as whoever that they are. Maybe maybe almost yeah, like a Stone I'm sure Cold. Yeah, I'm sure there are some. Maybe the Rock at times. Yeah. Uh, nobody, nobody I can but, think of uh, lately though. Yeah, certainly lately he's been one of the top top at that yeah it really has been. <clears throat> it's been incredible to watch uh, and then moxley just wraps things up says this sunday is it saturday or sunday <laughs> saturday <laughs> yeah <laughs> he couldn't remember <laughs> yeah uh saturday the training wheels come off and uh yeah throws the mic down they have one final stare down but uh yeah the crowd definitely leaning towards mjf on this one I think, uh, yeah. Well, you know, that, and that's how we go off the air. So let's just go. Let's just get into the full gear show. Make it all happen there. I'm seeing here on the pre-show. Um, we have that uh, World Championship Eliminator, uh, the tournament, the semifinals. Eh, who the hell knows? Yeah. So it's weird that I think because they had to push the Ricky Starks match back a week. He must. So have they're gonna have one. Yeah. So uh, Lance Archer versus Ricky Starks is gonna take place on Rampage, and then the winner of that faces Brian Cage on the pre-show, and the winner of that goes to the finals on the same night. Okay. <laughs> so, a lot to figure out there. Yeah, but, yeah a, a, a little bit pre- to figure out there, but it is uh, whatever. Let's kick off the show. The Acclaim taking on Swerve in Our Glory, number three. Um, I have no reason to not think the Acclaimed, and I only say that because... FTR is not involved in this 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 show. They're not even on the damn show. Which again, what the hell is going on with FTR? But um, yeah, no reason for the Acclaim to lose yet. Crowd loves them. Everyone's scissoring still. I uh, got to get those foam fingers out. So yeah, the Acclaim. Yeah, I still hope FTR is the team to to dethrone them. I still think that'll happen. Um, yeah, maybe Revolution can be the time. You know, then, February, winter yeah, is F- coming. That is still a show that we have to book for. Um, yeah. Next up, that uh, Fatal 4-Way for that Ring of Honor Championship that I had mentioned before. That seems confusing. Uh, I would have loved it if, yeah, Dalton, Kasson, Dalton Castle, sorry, Jay Lethal. I wore like any of these other dudes who had competed. I would have loved that. That would have been great. Um, yeah. Uh, do, you see, do you see the belt changing hands? Mm, if it does, I guess probably not Claudio because he's already been, but Brian or even Sammy. Like, Sammy could pin someone else so he wins Jericho's title without beating him and causes some tension there. Yeah, I, I wonder. Or maybe Jericho. Because presumably this will have direct implications for that uh, the um, that, that Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Yeah. 
Or I could even see Jericho maybe pinning Sammy, you know? Like, sorry, bud, I had to do what I had to that do. That would be great. I'd but love to see that. Who knows? I would love to see that. Um, ja, ja, Jeff Jarrett, ja, Double J, Double A, Double R, Double E, Double T, Jay Lethal taking on uh, Sting and Darby Allen. Uh, this was so nothing for me. Yeah, I barely care about this match at all. Because, uh, um, I mean, Jeff. For me personally, the Sting effect has certainly worn off for me personally uh yeah. those first few matches were a lot of fun but now darby allen is just always with sting yeah it feels like it's holding darby back it's almost holding from, darby uh, back yeah i think i think these two dudes can split uh yeah you know like darby's not even in the mix for any titles in the last like year these two dudes can split happened. no one would give a shit uh but maybe let sting go over on jeff jarrett just because uh, there is yeah. a, uh, a steel cage match. Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy Jack Perry are only stip match of the night. Um, yeah, we need more stips, God damn it, Tony. Um, yeah, normally they have. This is going to be a lot of fun. Jungle Boy Jack Perry's jumping off the top of that fucking, uh, of the top of that cage. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this one. I think this one could be a sleeper hit. Yeah, hopefully Jack Perry gets the big win. And, uh, we saw Luchasaurus beat him on that dynamite, so he needs he needs this. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. the feud ender. Yeah, we yeah we we need this because uh, Jungle Boy Jack Perry you know needs to move on. Uh, he is one of the pillars after all. Yeah. What about uh, Jay Cargill and Nyla Rose? Probably my least interested match of the night. <sighs> yeah, same here. The whole storyline's been stupid with the stealing the belt and. You know, Nyla Rose, she's just always such just a filler feud for every woman's champion, it feels like. Yeah. Like, she has no chance of winning. and Well, she did yeah, win she's one. She's fine she in the ring. She did win one time. Yeah, but, I mean, she's not the one to end Jade's streak. Yeah. Certainly. But, yeah, hopefully, short and sweet, five minutes, that's all they need. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I'll give it to them. What about uh? What about the beef? What about the beefy uh? The beef match of the night? Wardlow, Smojo <laughs> taking on Powerhouse Hobbs, or sorry, the three of them are all taking on each other for that TNT yeah. Championship. Uh, Hobbs got a great reaction on Dynamite when he popped out. Yeah, you know, I could possibly see him winning. Uh, you know, Wardlow, he hasn't. It started great, you know, splitting MJF, winning the title, but then since then, he hasn't really done a whole lot with it. So I could see moving it to Hobbs. Yeah, absolutely not. Wardlow has probably held it since. Was it since All Out or maybe even before Before it? it he won it on uh, just a normal yeah. night, right? Yeah, I feel like it was probably in June or something around there. Yeah, with no momentum. It was after Double or Nothing. Like you're over, but maybe not wowing yeah. people enough. Maybe I think the overcoming MJF was what we liked. But now that you're on your own, it's like, oh... You just kind of do a couple power bombs, and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, he hasn't been challenged enough, so yeah. hopefully this will really spark something in something. him. Uh, love to see this might be, and we we might have to actually check the record books on this, but this might be the first non-title women's match on a pay per view. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We would Could might be. have to check the fucking uh, records on that. But uh, Doctor Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Soraya. All eyes are going to be, of course, on uh, the return the return of Soraya after that vicious. It was a Sasha Banks, uh, I think, fucking kick, right? Is that what did it to her? I mean, that's what did it to her. There was like a live show like... where she got hurt, right? That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's video footage. Um, 
Yeah, so obviously, I'm sure they'll do some scary, I mean, hopefully they'll keep it safe, but probably a couple, you know, spots on the landing on the head and neck area. Of course, uh, right? It's yeah. just like whatever Daniel Bryan does, or Brian Danielson does it, or fucking Edge does it, or something. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. Hopefully everything goes well. Uh, Soraya probably gets the big win, and uh, yeah, that's all they need. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully yeah, hopefully not. injecting some lifeblood into this. Uh, I don't know who the first person to take down Jade Cargill is, but I hope it's someone. Um, what about our big, uh, we've got our big, um, six-man tag championship for those trios titles, the elite coming back. Of course, the fanfare is going to be on them, but Mike, the question is, do we, do, 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 should they get the belts? Do they get the belts? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I, I know it hasn't been that long, but... I mean, they were supposed to be the champions. You want them to lose in their big match back. Well, controversy, uh, you know, all the controversy of it all, you know, for the for them to be involved in uh, the, the the sort of dispute or whatever, and then for them to immediately get the uh, the belts right back is is that a good uh, is that a good image, you know? Well, for me, it's fine because they didn't do anything wrong. But I mean, if they do want them to lose, they always have Pack the bastard. He can pull out that hammer, do some dirty shit. So they have that option. Yeah, there's always the dirty maybe, shit option. Uh, yeah, but uh, either way, I think you know there's a lot of teams in the wings like House of Black. Uh, so let's. I mean, maybe they show up as well. They could also cost the elite. Or they something. could cost the elite. Like that should have been our spot or something like that. Exactly, something just like that, right? And that's how you book a mm-hmm. show, Mike. Uh, what about Tony Storm taking on Jamie Hayter? I think the crowd might be split on this one. The live crowd seemed to be really behind Jamie Hayter. Um, yeah. yeah, she's been, I could see them leaning towards her, but, uh, you know, again, this is, if this, if this wasn't for the interim title, I would even be okay with her winning, but Tony Storm needs to keep the belt until she's the actual champion at the very Until least. she's the actual champion, you're right. You can't have an entire reign as an interim. Uh, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, no, you're onto something there, you're onto something. Uh, finally, this is our main event of the evening. Moxley taking on MJF. MJF is cashing in his uh, his little <laughs> poker chip. What do we do here? MJF takes the win, right? I mean, if yeah, I mean, I already said I think William Regal gives him a hand, and that would be pretty damn cool. Cause, I mean, because yeah, I mean, MJF his finisher is usually the salt of the earth, and Moxley doesn't really tap out, and. He probably, you know, pinned. Moxley's he's only been pinned clean once in his whole AEW career, so... Who's it against? Uh, CM Punk. Really? At All Out, wow. yeah. Amazing. Uh, so, but, yeah, I think the brass knuckles come out. MJF puts them on. Boom, bang, new champ. Everyone goes wild. Yeah, that'll be it. Uh, and then uh, Cult of Personality plays... I hope not. CM Punk comes out. But what if, though, right? I mean, hell, you know, I mean, if, if you have to be the devil's advocate, you know, the elites walks in, gets their championships right back. What if, Mike, never say never in the world of professional wrestling, you told me that. Well, actually, Vince McMahon yeah, told me that. But I just you said I told me not. that Vince McMahon said that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Punk couldn't even fight for another fucking five months anyway. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's uh um, He's a bitch. Got her. Yeah, yeah. Torn pack or something like that. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, no, you're right. You're right. But still, but still, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's possible. But I don't think it's a good idea. And 
Yeah, I saw I saw Chris Jericho on the Howie Mandel podcast. Oh yeah, a week or so ago, and they kind of asked him about. Without directly saying CM Punk's name, he's like, yeah, sometimes things happen backstage and the way to fix it is for one of those people to leave and not come back. So kind of giving his side. Giving his side of the uh, giving Everything his side seems of the story. to indicate that, yeah, the locker room doesn't want him back from everything I've heard. Yeah, I wonder. Hmm. Well, yeah. that's the card. MJF might go home with it. Being the the first pillar of AEW to uh, win the world the world title, right? Yeah, and his first title of any kind. Uh, Surprising. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the other the other pillars have all won belts. Sammy, Sammy, and uh, Junk- Darby were TNT champ. <laughs> Jungle Boy was tag champ. Uh, hell, even the shirt with Britt Baker. You know, she was. A- <laughs> yeah, she is a champ. The other pillar. So, yeah, it's MJF's time. Yeah. It'll be a so great show. That's how we close It'll be a great show. show. Really cannot wait uh, for another edition. Uh, but that is all the time we have. I think we got one more thing to give you, though. That's, of course, the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. Of the Week. Wrestler of the Week. Of the Week. I am coming at you here uh, in a possible little bit of unprecedented move. Um, AR Fox. I thought I looked back yeah. at my whole week of fresh wrestling and I thought who impressed me the most was this man I've never seen before uh, out there performing with some of the best high flyers in, in, on the planet. And he was right. He was he was on par. Yeah, perfect first impression from AR Fox. Very much so. Congratulations, uh, AR Fox. Augmented reality Fox. Yeah. That was the, I don't know. Uh, yeah, good choice. Uh, I'm going to go with someone else. Uh, you know, I'm always rooting for her. Got the biggest win of her career, singles-wise. Shotzi Blackheart. Love to see uh, winning matches like that. So, giving you the title this week. Congratulations to Shotzi. Uh, yeah, big win on the main roster. Big things are to come. Coming out of Shotzi Blackheart, that's for sure. That's something we can all agree on. Yeah, future is bright. Yeah. Like I said, I think she's one of the most marketable. She's just got such a cool look. The hair, the tattoos, just, I don't know. I can see kids gravitating towards her. Yeah, it's going to be something. It really will be. Uh, that's all the time we have, though. Thanks for listening. Rate for Live shows everywhere. We'll be back next week. Of course, uh, all the fallout from uh, from Full Gear. Really looking forward to it. Cannot wait. Always love these uh, AW pay-per-views. Something, something fun, something incredible always happens. Yeah, you know, we might not get CM Punk, but there's always room for a surprise return debut. It's always kind of on the table, so you never know. It's every, Everything's on the table in AW pay-per-view. Really looking forward to it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mike, take care of yourself. All right, we'll see you next time.